Hey guys, welcome to the Hollywood Guide, a podcast designed to provide insight about the inner workings of the TV and film industry in Los Angeles. Each episode, we talk to someone currently working and living in LA and find out everything you need to know to navigate the entertainment capital of the world. If you're an aspiring or amateur writer, director, producer, etc., as always, this is the show for you. Once again, I'm Courtney Jonathus, your host. I'm a grad student studying communications, and this podcast came about because I spent a summer working in LA, and I found out a lot of things that I think you guys should know. I know it's been a while since I've published an episode, but I'm back and I'm ready to help you guys learn more about the industry. For this episode, my guest is different from previous guests that I've had because I've actually never met her in person. Today's special guest is Kelsey Bona, and Kelsey currently works as a production supervisor for Hayden Street Productions. Hayden Street Productions is based in L.A., and they produce everything from game shows to award shows, single-camera comedies, reality shows, and anything else you can think of. Before graduating, Kelsey actually um, worked at the same on-campus studio that I work at now, and my boss would mention her um, every so often, so I thought it'd be a good idea to just reach out and see how things are going in L.A. for her. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Kelsey. Yeah, thanks for having me, Courtney. Quite the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I do my, I do my best. I, um, <laughs> um, so, how are you today? I'm pretty good. I'm uh, sitting here in LA, and uh, it's actually pretty cloudy here today. Oh, really? Really? I actually um, visited back in March, and okay. I was totally unprepared for all the rain that uh, occurred. <laughs> I know it's like crazy this year because last year I was here, and it rained like maybe three days out of the whole year yeah yeah when I was there last summer it didn't rain at all and I expect it to be exactly like that but it was a totally Mm -hmm. different story but that's okay but um (laughs) I'm totally not bitter but (laughs) um, (laughs) but um why don't you start out by um telling us a little bit about yourself your background like um where you grew up and things like that yeah um So I graduated from the University of Florida about two years ago, and I studied telecommunication right around when it was kind of shifting from, like, a news focus to more of, like, a film and television focus. Uh, And I've always kind of been, like, passionate about production, so that was really cool to experience. Uh, And, yeah, so then I moved out to L.A. right after graduating, and I got my job at Hayden Street Productions. Uh, and my title is technically production supervisor, like you said, but I do a lot of video editing and script writing and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we mostly work on like award shows, like think of like the visuals, like the Oscars and the producing behind that, but smaller shows like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but my one kind of overall passion is to become like a second assistant director. And I've actually gotten the chance to work on like short films and actually two feature films recently. Uh, where I got to pretty much do that role and, like, help wrangle actors. And it's really cool, and I'm really loving the experience out here. Awesome, awesome. And how did you um, end up getting a job at uh, Hayden Street? Well, uh, I actually found it, like, right away when moving here. I got pretty lucky. So right after I, like, came to L.A., panic kind of set in, and I was, like, really nervous. I was like, I need a job. I'm going to die out here. Uh <laughs> So I was applying to, like, literally everything online, like any job post, every forum. 
Uh, I had a membership with staffmeup.com, which I kind of think is like a scam because I don't think you should pay for jobs, but I had it anyway <laughs> because I was desperate. And uh, my boss, my current boss, he uh, he posted on there that he needed an editor, and I responded. But instead of applying through staffmeup, I actually just like looked up the website and emailed him directly, like, hey, this is me, this is my resume. Sorry for the background noise. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and so I emailed him, and then he called me like 20 minutes later, and he was like, hey, can you come in today? And I went, and I interviewed, and he hired me right on the spot. So I kind of lucked out there. Wow, that's incredible. And how long had you been in L.A. at that point? Literally like two days. Like I took a two-week road trip out across the country here, and then uh, I went with my dad, and then he left, and then like two days later I got the job. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Um, so before going, like, what are some of the things that you did to prepare? Like, did you secure housing before going? Like, how much money did you try to save? Yeah, um, in terms of housing, I'm kind of like a person who doesn't like to be, like, held back. You know, like, I don't like leases and stuff. So I was kind of worried about that going here because I was like, what if I hate it? Like, what if I want to leave right away? So what I actually did was just look up, like, monthly Airbnbs because they tend to be cheaper. Uh, and I was like, okay, I can stay short-term, and if I hate it, I can go back home. Uh, but obviously, I ended up staying. But, um, yeah, so I looked up Airbnbs. I got one before I came out here, and that was kind of, like, my mental preparation for going because beforehand I was like, you know, I'm just going to wing it, but I need to set, like, a permanent date to, like, leave or else I'll never leave home. So I set like January 28th or something and I moved into my Airbnb January 28th. So that kind of got me to go. Um, but actually, uh, I would, if you are like going to do the Airbnb route, I would definitely do my research because uh, my first art Airbnb that I stayed at, it was actually this RV in some guy's backyard. And it was very tiny and very cramped. And right above the bed was like, this open hole where I think there was supposed to be like a sunroof or something like that, but it was just open to the elements and it was very cold and not fun. And the few days that it did rain, like I mentioned before, uh, my bed would be wet because it was right above my bed and it was cheap, but not worth it. <laughs> so definitely do your research. It's hard to find housing out here because rent is so high. Uh, like you said about uh, saving money, I did save money and I had some like extra student loan money saved over I would definitely say if you're going to move out here, have like a couple months of rent planned out and know how much rent is because out here it can be like literally $1,400 a month for like a studio apartment and it's ridiculous. But yeah, if you want to go to the Airbnb route, just do your research. <laughs> okay. And um, are you still living in Airbnbs? Uh, no. Um, I actually found a different Airbnb that was a guest house in like the back of somebody's house and uh, I ended up really liking it there and I kind of became friends with like the house owner and he actually had another guest house and I was like, Hey, is anybody staying there? And he said, no. So now I pay him just monthly to live there and it's cheaper than his apartment and it's pretty nice. So again, I kind of lucked out with that. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, going back to Hayden street productions a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. so when you guys do award shows, like what is typically your role or, um, when these award shows on, are happening, like what does your day look like typically? Um, so it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, I kind of like do it all. Um, 
so we're pretty much like my boss is technically the producer of all these award shows. So we have to like figure out who's going to be shown on stage in terms of like finalists. Like there's all these categories, like best promo, for example, and then we have to, you know, narrow it down. We have to get a show order. We have to edit all the visuals. We have to build graphics. Uh, so I'm pretty much usually at a desk all day kind of editing and sometimes it gets to like script writing and all this stuff. And we have to write like jokes and banter for, you know, the hosts and everything. And then when the shows come around, I pretty much get to do what I like to do, which is second assistant directing. So I kind of help my boss and like wrangle the crew and wrangle the talent and just kind of be everything. (laughs) Okay. And what are you, what would you say are, um, some of the most helpful skills that people need to do the kind of work that you do for Hayden Street? Um, I don't know. I think you have to have like a tough skin. Uh, there's definitely days where production gets difficult and people get moody. And uh, I don't know. I think you have to be able to handle it. Uh, I just think you need to be driven and just punctual, I guess. Uh, in LA, lots of people are always late and they think it's okay, but uh, I think it's important to be on time. And yeah, I think I you just have to be willing to work really long hours because I work very long hours and it can be stressful and it can get to you and you have to kind of address that and prepare for that. But if you can make it work, then it's great. Right. So you typically work maybe like 12 hour days, would you say? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because when I was there last summer, I also um, got the chance to work on a couple sets and usually it was like 7 a.m. to like 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. So um, (laughs) that's that's when I knew the set life wasn't for me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it can be pretty harrowing. Yeah. But um, what would you say is probably um, has probably been the best experience that you have or had or maybe the coolest experience you've had working for Hayden Street so far? Um, For Hayden Street in particular, I would say probably one of our last award shows was in San Francisco, which I've never been to. And it was like a video game award show. And it was just that's hard to explain why, but just the atmosphere was so fun. And I felt like I was actually like important in that role that I was doing. Like I was kind of assisting everybody and I felt just really good about myself and like the job I was doing, like everything went off without a hitch and it was kind of amazing. Um, But outside of Hayden street, I'd actually like to mention, uh, I worked on a feature film a couple months ago called Max and me. It's up and coming and they're trying to sell it right now for distribution but that was kind of the first time I got into like second assistant directing. And this is, uh, it was like my first time really on a big movie set. And that's where I met most of my like connections and friends these days. And I just loved that so much. And now that's kind of my passion. So I'm kind of translating that into my work at Hayden street. And it's kind of like a nice ebb and flow. And it's been really cool. Awesome. And why, why a second assistant instead of, you know, first assistant or even the main director? Um, Well, in college, I actually got the chance to direct a few short films myself. And one of those experiences was with like a full crew. And I don't know, I enjoyed directing and I like having that charge. But at the same time, I'm like a very anxious person. And I think I kind of like let that out on my crew and stressed them out. So I think like, I don't, I shouldn't do that position until like I have 
more of a sense of like myself and my experience. But second ADing is like more low key. You get to really like meet the actors and hang out with people behind the scenes. You're in charge, but you're not like the main person in charge. And there's like some level of responsibility, but like not everything falls on your shoulders, like a first AD, for example. And I don't know. I just really like it. Okay. Makes sense. And when you got to LA, you didn't know anyone, right? Correct. Okay. (laughs) Must've been pretty lonely. So um, what would you say has been the most surprising thing about LA so far? Um, In terms of people, I actually expected people to be a lot more shallow for some reason. I think there's like this idea of Hollywood in people's eyes where it's like, everybody's like blonde and beautiful and skinny and all that stuff. And I don't know, you come here and you expect people to be like mean and cold. And there's definitely some like self-important people like that, like higher up in positions. But a lot of people I think around here, I was surprised to know that they're actually really chill and really helpful. And like people want to see you succeed. And that really shocked me upon coming here. Okay. And what about, um, does that same thing apply like professionally on sets? I think so. I think there's definitely like a hierarchy of positions and people can have attitudes and stuff. But I think for the most part, like people I've met and I've been fortunate to meet, like everybody's so helpful. And I think connections are kind of everything out here. So if you meet one person, they can get you a job doing something else. And then you meet more people. And it's kind of like the cycle where you just keep getting jobs based on who you know. And I think that's really cool and kind of shocking to me because I thought people would be like, you know, cutthroat out here. And there have been people. I worked on um, this show called uh, Speechless on ABC for like a few days. And I was a PA and there was this one second AD and she was, she was very temperamental, I'll say. And uh, she screamed at me one day because I was on the walkie and I asked for a medic for some extra who like wanted Tylenol or something. And apparently that's a no-no because you shouldn't ask for a medic unless it's an emergency. So I got screamed at. So there's definitely people with like attitudes. And like I said, you have to have like a tough skin to kind of deal with that. But for the most part, people who are kind of like on your own level and people who are kind of building themselves up in the industry as well, they're definitely looking for other friends. And I think it's important to make those connections and, you know, befriend people. Yeah, definitely. And I know you said that you recently um, – worked on a feature and you were kind of able to make some connection connections through that. Um, have you yeah. been able to um, successfully keep up with those people and leverage those connections a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's where I find like a lot of my work outside of Hayden street production right now, because Hayden street is my full-time job. But when I'm not doing that or when we have like off time, I love to just be on sets and everything. So I get those kinds of gigs from people I know, like, there's this guy, Bill, on set who was our first AD on Max and Me, the feature. And he's gotten me positions on Speechless, on different shows. So that's really nice. And then, like, the producers have gotten me jobs. And everybody kind of tries to stay connected because we became, like, such a family on that set. So it was a really cool experience. And, uh, yeah, so I try to keep in touch with everybody. But that's hard out here because everybody's schedule is so up in the air and everybody's busy. So it is hard to, like connect with people all the time but for the most part it's been pretty beneficial one of the things I definitely learned is that if you really work hard um, and you do a good job the crew uh, that you work with you know really respects you and they typically you know try to help you out as 
um, much as they can. So um, I see that you've experienced that. Um, So do you feel like you're making good progress toward your own career goal at this point? Um, I think so. I think I'm very fortunate to be where I am and to actually have work related to the entertainment industry right now because, you know, some people move out here and they have to get, like, jobs as, like, baristas or waiters, and that's totally fine, but, you know, it's I'm happy to be where I am. Um, in terms of Hayden Street, I really like it there, and I really enjoy it, but I don't want to be doing, you know, kind of the editing work, desk job stuff forever because I do want to be on sets. So right now I think that's a good way to, like, form, you know, good professional ties and have steady income, but I do want to progress towards my goal of becoming a second AD. I'm actually going to apply to this program later this year that kind of lets you join the Directors Guild of America, the union, uh, and you kind of work on sets and build your way up, and then you get to join the union, which is nice for, like, benefits and all that. So, yeah, I think I'm making decent steps toward that goal. Awesome. Awesome. And if you could go back in time and tell yourself something that you um, didn't know before moving to L.A., what would you say to yourself? Um, I would probably tell myself that it's not going to be as scary, I imagine. Uh, when I first moved here, I'm pretty sure I would just, like, cried for, like, the first three days I was here because I, like, missed my family and I wanted to go home and the whole town was so scary. And I kind of had, like, a little bit of a breakdown, but now, like, nothing is scary. Like, nothing feels huge, nothing feels too big that I can't, like, conquer here, you know? And, you know, I still miss my family, but I get to, like, talk to them all the time. I call my dad every day. I can always visit whenever I want. And I actually have, like, visited home twice in the past year, uh, just for, like, holidays and stuff like that. But I realize, like, going home, nothing really changes without you. So, like, everything stays the same. So it's nice to kind of come back and, you know, be like, oh, I can explore something else and, like, widen my worldview. And, yeah, it's just, it's hard coming out here. But I think I just tell myself, like, it won't be that hard. You'll get used to it. (laughs) And when you uh, were initially thinking of moving out there, was your family supportive or did they want you to just... Um, stay home or go somewhere else? Uh, For the most part, they were pretty supportive. Um, I don't think anybody was, like, too stoked that I was, like, moving across the country and, like, going to distance myself from them. But I think there was some part of them that was like, okay, Kelsey's going to go pursue her dreams, and that's pretty cool. Um, Because most of my family is, like, all in the same town. Like, nobody really ever leaves. So I was kind of the first one to kind of you know, break away from the nest, but I think it's been good for me. And I think they see that and they support that, which is really nice. Awesome. And what advice do you have for anyone who doesn't live in LA, but, um, you know, they want to work in the industry? Like, what do you think they should do to prepare themselves for the move? Um, I would say if you're still kind of in the stages where you can't leave, I would say just keep on like building your resume and your portfolio, you know, pursue whatever opportunities you can, whether like your field is whatever it may be like even podcasting or television. There's always like something going on around you, no matter where you are. Like there's always news stations or different TV people looking for local crew members, whatever you can find, just look for it and do it and just build up that experience because once you move out here that will really help you get jobs to 
you know, already have that experience. Um, also, I would say definitely bring a car with you because public transportation is terrible out here <laughs> and traffic is bad, but you need a car. Uh, people won't actually like hire you without one usually for like PA jobs and stuff like that. Um, and on that note, it's also best to live close to where you work if you know where you're working before coming out. Uh, and like we mentioned before, save money, you know, have rent, uh, a couple months worth of rent, like planned out and, uh, just be prepared to kind of step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I think it's important to kind of just become, I don't know, like an enhanced version of yourself when you're out here. Like don't shy away from like like meeting people and making connections and going out for jobs you might not know about. Like you can totally fake it till you make it. Um, and yeah, everybody's story is different, and I think L.A. is a great place to kind of just come and learn and become a new you, and yeah, I'll just say good luck. <laughs> yeah, you um, mentioned how, you know, people shouldn't be afraid to maybe take an interview for a job that they probably weren't aware of. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that because when I went that when I went out there, I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many like little jobs in this industry that people don't know about because people focus on you know being a director or being a writer, but um, you know you can just as easily you know be a manager or be an agent or be a post production supervisor and still enjoy yourself. So um, I would definitely encourage people to explore all options and explore um, all jobs within the industry because there's so many people that um, make things happen, that make the final product happen. Um, So is there anything else that you wanted to add? Um, Just on the note you just said, I would say absolutely just there's so many positions, like you said, and I think a lot of people think they need to kind of have this like super planned out plan uh, to like live their lives and like they're like I want to do this job and I know I want to do this job or they think they like need to have that and people who are more like I don't know what I'm doing you know they're kind of stressed out but you totally don't need to know what you're doing like feel free to explore test the waters and you'll find something you like like before coming here I didn't know I wanted to be a second AD but I took on a role as a second AD after like having never done it. And now I love it. And like, I want that to be my passion. So just be open to everything, you know? Yeah. And last couple things. So what would you say is the best thing about LA now that you've been living there for two years? Hmm, the best thing. Um, this is not super related to the entertainment industry, but honestly, I just love the culture here. Like, I don't know, everybody's so open and more liberal, I guess, and very progressive with their ideas. Like, coming from Florida, like, middle Florida, central Florida, where everybody's kind of, like, Confederate flags and all these kind of awful things. Uh, It's definitely, like, a really, like, mind-blowing experience coming here because everybody's so open. Like, there's there's a bunch of hippies in the mountains, which is (laughs) a little too extreme for me, but, like, I don't know, other people are just there's so much acceptance and love here. And I think that's really cool. And I feel like it's a great place to kind of be like myself in my early twenties, just kind of living and experiencing and not having this kind of cloud of hatred and negativity over you and people who disagree with you. So I think that's really my favorite thing. Okay. 
And what would you say is the worst thing? Definitely how expensive everything is. <laughs> uh, even like rent prices and gas is like $4 a gallon here right now. Groceries are crazy. Living situation is impossible. There's just so much stuff and everything's way cheaper in like smaller towns. But, you know, if you can find work, you got to make it work. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And is there a place that people can go online to maybe follow you or your work, like a website or social media? Yeah, um, I would just say um, maybe my Twitter account. It's uh, twitter.com at Kelsey Bona slash Kelsey Bona, whatever it is. It's my Twitter handle. It's just my name. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Okay. Awesome. Thanks again. Talk to you soon, Kelsey. Yeah, this has been fun. Thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. Once again, that was Kelsey Bona from Hayden Street Productions. And I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And if you have a question, feel free to tweet me at Courtney J underscore media. And of course, please feel free to leave a comment or a review on whatever um, podcast platform that you're currently listening uh, to this episode on. The Hollywood Guide is currently available on all the major podcast platforms like Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so please feel free to leave a review or a rating. I would love to engage with you guys more. If you have a suggestion about maybe who I should try to get on the podcast, if you want to hear more about a specific role, if you want to hear more, uh, hear from more writers, um, just let me know and I'll try to make it happen for you guys. Thank you so much for listening.